just like our next guest, distinguished visiting fellow at the Institute for Economic Freedom, Stephen Moore, joins us here on the Big 89. Hi, Stephen. Hi, John. Well, I, I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. Uh, the last time we talked, you may recall I was saying that inflation is not transitory. It's not temporary. It's here, uh, you know, for as far as the eye can see. And now, finally, I don't know if you saw the news, but even the Fed chairman, Jerome Powell, who has control of the money supply, said, whoopsie-daisy, it looks like inflation isn't transitory. We're gonna, It's going to be with us for uh, many months to come. So, I think I first reported this on the John Howell show a few months ago. <laughs> well, all right. So now, uh, what would you recommend if you were still a um, economic advisor over there at sixteen hundred? What would you recommend the president do tomorrow? Well, the single most important thing to do if you're worried about high gas prices, high food prices, high transportation costs, is we have to, you know, kill this three to four trillion dollar spending bill. And even Jerome Powell said maybe this isn't the best time to be, you know, borrowing and printing a lot more money. So that will make inflation much worse. I think it's obvious. It's it's kind of laughable, in my opinion, when the White House puts out these you know, press releases when uh, when uh, President Biden says, oh, well, why don't we pass this $3 trillion bill? It'll, it'll actually make inflation go away. That That is, uh, if you believe that, you believe that Al Gore invented the Internet. Um, I think we've got to stop the massive spending and borrowing. Uh, and then we have to stop this zero interest rate policy. You know, the Fed is borrowing, is buying up all of these assets. They're buying up, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars of mortgage-backed securities. Now, John, we have the hottest housing market right now that we've had probably in 25 years. Why is the federal Why is the federal government pumping more money into the housing market? I can't answer that question. I, yeah. I, so I they, the, the Democrats have done such a horrible job. The, the first bill, okay, we can all wrap our heads around that, roads, bridges, even broadband. But the second bill is such a mishmash, and they've done such a poor job of selling this bill, it's going to die, and it's going to die a quick death. Manchin will take care of that, and cinema, and even others. So we really don't have to worry about that. I wanted to, let's just say, I, I have a question from an astute former CFO, big company. I met him at our golf outing this year. He's a member of Butler uh, National. He's a serious guy. And he always writes me text message just ahead of your appearances. And he wrote this one. Please ask Steve if Biden's proposed BBB plan with massive deficit spending will promote inflation. This gentleman says the educated know, knows it does not. Yeah, right. And so this was exactly the point I was making. So I guess I anticipated this question. But, uh, you know, we've got to start getting inflation under control. It's what uh, I call the cruelest tax of all because it hits the lowest income people the most. And people are really suffering. You know, you pay now when you think about it, it's a dollar twenty five a gallon more for gasoline than it was a year ago last Thanksgiving weekend. So that means that, you know, you're talking about if you've got a 16 gallon tank, you're talking about 20 bucks more every time you fill up your tank and for you know people who are in delivery business or truckers or people who you have to drive to work maybe fill up twice a week you're talking about you know 40 bucks a week that's uh, times 50 that's two thousand dollars more of a tax that you're paying because and, and instantly why john <laughs> i know you're supposed to be doing the questions but <laughs> why are we not using american oil and gas we have more of this stuff than any other country i know people are concerned about climate change but you know we're not going to stop climate change by no. unilaterally stopping American no. oil production. We're, you know, now the 
that we've got this president and, and Joe Biden who has to go hand in hat to the Saudis and ask them to increase their oil production when we could be producing our own oil and gas. I, I mean, sorry, I just don't understand the logic of this. Well, there's Here's no there's I'm, no real logic. If China and India are not going along, it doesn't make any difference what we do here. Exactly. So, yes, I would use our natural resources within our control. And we're just gonna we're just gonna have to figure out what we're going to do about the residual effects. That's called evolution and science. We'll just have to work on it. And don't forget that natural gas it actually is a clean burning fuel. It's one mm-hmm. of the reasons I, I bet a lot of your listeners know this, but I bet a lot of them don't know this that the United States over the last five years has yeah. reduced our carbon emissions more than any other country because we're using more natural gas. We're using less coal. Now here's the irony of this war on natural gas in Europe. In Europe. Do you know what the fastest growing forms of energy use is? I would assume that it's, uh, um, I would assume it's natural gas. No, because they, they, they have a shortage of natural gas in, uh, in, in Europe uh, because they're totally dependent on Vladimir Putin and Russia because they have that pipeline. pipeline. So yeah. what, what they're using, you're not going to believe this, they're using more and more coal which is exactly the opposite of what the environmentalists yeah. want. So, yeah. you know, it, a lot of these policies don't make any sense. But I think, you know, you're, you sounded very confident, John, from your lips to God ear, God's ears, that this bill will be killed. It's but, you know, get, they passed yeah. it out of the House at a yep. 210 yeah. uh, to 207 vote uh, a week and a half ago. 210, uh, uh, sorry, 200, what was it? Oh, yeah, 220 out of 221 Democrats voted for that bill. And I'm still in shock that they would they would do this to our country. Massively increase. Irrelevant. It doesn't matter. They knew it there. They knew in the House. It doesn't matter. It matters in the Senate. It's not going to pass. I'll bet you a dime to a dollar. All right, John. You heard <laughs> okay. it first, folks. John Howell is telling us we're not going to. This bill is never going to pass. That's not going to pass. You have with Larry Kudlow. Save our country. Kill the bill. Tell Larry I said hi. I haven't talked to him in a while. I will. You know, he was the best man at my wedding. He's my. He's one of my best friends, and yeah. and uh, oh, he is. He is with me. He's the co-partner of this coalition we put together. Save our country, kill the bill. So I'm overjoyed to hear John Howell saying that we're going to get. That's uh, not going anywhere. I'll bet you. And, and then kill the bill. Uh, so I'm is not, Larry I'm still? Right. Is he sneaking cigarettes, or has he given that up? No. Well, you know what? I, I actually haven't seen him in person in a long time. I do his, his uh, TV show every week and talk to him a lot. But I, I hate to say this, I think he's still smoking, and he's got to stop. <laughs> well, you know, at this point, pff, enjoy yourself. That's my policy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Stephen. All right, John. Have a great week. Take care. You too. Stephen Moore, not only a visiting, but a distinguished visiting fellow at the Institute for Economic Freedom here on the Big 89.